Hello once again, my friends, and welcome to episode 109 of our Keeping Up With The King series as we are making our way through the book of Matthew, Keeping Up With Jesus, the King of the Jews, as Matthew presents him, uh, Matthew a Jew, speaking to the Jews about the King of the Jews. And so, Jesus, at this point, we uh, read the first four verses of Matthew 10 last time as it lists off um, the 12 disciples in pairs, as uh, the Bible is um, tends to do, and Jesus is sending them out in... Um, He's commanding them in verse 5 about what he's going to have them do. So let's go ahead and just read that. Uh, we'll maybe, well, we'll, we'll see how far we get today. So he says, they, it says this, These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So, uh, this might seem odd to you. Again, if you're reading this, you think, well, what's with Jesus? You know, is, is Jesus a racist? You know, is he uh, saying, you know, Hey, I'm the savior, but only to this one group of people. And I think again, if we forget what the point of Matthew's gospel is, that Matthew is writing about the King of the Jews. Well, this fits right into that, that of course, Jesus is sending out his disciples to announce that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he's going to actually say that in verse seven, he says, and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So um, does that mean that Jesus was only interested in the Jews and not in the Gentiles? Uh, and as he also says, no city of the Samaritans. And again, one of the things we have to be careful about, and I'll probably mention this a number of times during the next little portion of this chapter is that we don't read the Bible. Um, with a, um, how would I say this, uh, maybe a myopic viewpoint, um, nearsightedness, only looking at this, the verse that we're reading and building entire theology uh, or belief systems um, or practices based on the single verse that we're reading. Because if you just read this one verse and you see, you know, it says the 12 just sent out and commanded them saying, do not go the way of the Gentiles and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, we could you know, if, if we were just basing our theology on the verse we're reading currently, we could really easily come to that conclusion and say, oh, well, Jesus was not interested in um, in the Gentiles or the Samaritans. He was only, he only wanted his disciples to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And so that, that holds till today. Well, that's very problematic for a lot of reasons because we, you know, we've already seen Jesus um, responding to the uh, pleads of the, you know, the Roman centurion. Uh, we've, you know, we'll, we'll see Jesus marvel at uh, the faith of, of, um, of a Canaanite woman. Uh, there's all different times where Jesus responds to, to Gentile people. And we also uh, have, we would refer to as the rest of the Bible. And especially when we talk about uh, the book of Romans, how um, the gospel first came to the Jews, um, but then went out to uh, to the rest of the world. And Paul in particular um, talks about that, how he personally, uh, when his the gospel was rejected by the, by the Jews, um, took it to the Gentiles. And he talks about that extensively in the later chapters of Romans, um, chapters 9, 10, and 11, about uh, God's plan 
for the Jews in the future and um, God's the way God is using uh, the Gentiles to bring the Jews around by provoking them to jealousy, he says. So anyway, he tells them, do not go the way of the Gentiles and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So that's their, that's who they're called to go to. Um, and then he tells them what to do. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, which is very similar to what we're told at the be- earlier in the book of Matthew about that Jesus went about um, preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so what it would seem is going on here is that there's a lot of towns, there's a lot of cities uh, spread all over um, the, all over uh, the nation, and the word's got to get out. And Jesus traveling from town to town, the word might spread a little bit, and we know it did because as he would enter towns, you know, there'd be great mobs of people. Um, but he's got a very limited window, and so he needs to reach all these cities and towns, so he tells his disciples, all right, I'm sending you out um, to preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he tells them, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So uh, I'm going to talk about the first part of that first, where he says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. And this is one of those verses, again, that we, we need to be careful about um, our, our interpretation and our understanding of what it means. And one of the things we tend to do, um, and I say we meaning uh, me and probably most of us, um, and that is not having that, like I mentioned before, not necessarily having that myopic viewpoint where we are nearsighted, we only see that one verse in front of us. But another tendency that we need to be aware of, um, we need to be aware that this is something that that um, is just something that people do. And, and so we need to be very aware that this is a, a tendency that people have and a tendency that we may have. And that is to interpret scripture based on our own um, experience and our own understanding um, and maybe our own uh, traditions and pre-held viewpoints. And this is one of those verses that kind of, I think if you read Bible commentaries and you hear preachers, you'll find that this is one of those that really tends to go that way. It's one where those people that are very uh, much uh, into maybe this, the signs and wonders, uh, you know, the the modern day uh, book of Acts. They want to see uh, the miraculous happening happening constantly and um, hold to viewpoints like, you know, when the gospel is preached, miracles should, um, should be there. If there's not miracles, then the gospel is not truly being preached. And, um, and then there are those who are very uncomfortable with anything that... Um, seems to be supernatural that that um, that makes them very uncomfortable and so they start to read this in a different fashion you know those who are very into the miraculous might say well look this is what jesus said to his disciples and this carries over for us as well that we ought to be uh healing the sick and we ought to cleanse lepers and we ought to raise the dead and we ought to cast out demons and we ought to be you know preaching the kingdom of heaven is at hand well there's others that will say well you know that this was a single time that um, 
that they were given this command, God, that Jesus gave them uh, this command and they empowered them temporarily to do this at this time. And it doesn't carry over. And it's one of those things, again, where I think the challenge is, is to read the totality of scripture and say, is this what we see? Is this what we see um, the disciples doing throughout the book of Acts? Um, is it what we see happening in the gospel? Is there any clues or indications that this is not something that was for every believer, um, that this was something just for the disciples? Is there indica any indication that this carried over, that the disciples continued to have this power and authority to do all of these things? And is there um, any indication that it carries over to every believer? And and so that's, a, I think that's a, a that is a, a, an excellent study for, for each of us to take on personally, to look at our own background, our own theological leanings, to look at our, uh, maybe the traditions of the church uh, that you came from or the denominational background or the movement that you're in and to really examine it and say, you know, am I, am I taking this section of scripture and am I reading it through the lens of my own uh, preconceived ideas? Um, whether that's again, based on my own experience or based on my church tradition or, or, um, what I've always been taught, as I like to say, that's one of those things that people say, well, I've always been taught and that's where we need to stop and we need to go and really examine, uh, why we believe and what we believe about these topics and not just to go and take the word for it from somebody else, but rather consider for ourselves, uh, the totality of scripture. And this is one of those things, again, that is is so important that we continue to read God's word, that you don't just allow it to be something that is a Sunday, a Sunday thing, that you don't just allow it to be um, a 10 minute little bit of uh, listening to somebody else telling you um, what the Bible says, but rather uh, continually to be filling our minds with God's word, continually uh, asking these questions as we go, continually examining uh, the word and holding up, um, putting to test those things that we've always been taught, you know, holding those things up to the, the fullness of the scripture. And that requires something from us. It requires us to study the fullness of the scripture, not just stick to the easy passages, not just uh, hang out in, um, you know, I know some people that they just read the Psalms. That's they, I just love the Psalms. That's all I read. You know, or I just read the red letters. You know, or I just, I just, you know, I just, I don't spend time in the Old Testament. I just, I just want to read New Testament stuff. And I, and I think that, that by doing so, we're really missing out. Um, you know, Paul said to the, uh, to the Ephesians in the book of Acts, he said, you know, I, I did not cease to declare to you the full counsel of the word of God. Uh, the full counsel of the word of God is important. And so we ought to be reading, studying it, meditating upon it and putting to the test the things that we believe, the things that we're taught, the things we've always been told. Anyway, hopefully that challenges you today. God bless you. Talk to you next time.